0: Are you ready to talk money, Dave?
1: I am ready to talk money, Reb. That's great. This is the show where Dave and Reb talk money, and that was a little surprise for you. If those of you that have, uh, are regular listeners to the show, normally I start the show, but I threw it over to Reb right away just to get you off the, oh, it's just Reb here introducing the show. So Yeah,
0: it's just me.
1: Welcome to the show. And uh, if you... And you do need to hear some of the old shows, uh, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, notmine.ca. Go visit those uh, websites. I'm just going to give a little plug for notmine.ca. There is a ton more resources. There's some great blogs. Uh, we, of course, have Ray Borg on, on as a regular guest. But there is some great material other than our podcast uh, hosted on that one and the same goes for chri uh whenever you visit these websites of course there's there's tons more information i'm going to encourage you to to kind of get lost a little bit in there and just spend some time on uh looking at those resources and uh, we put them up there so that you can take advantage of them and of course so little little just encouragement morethanenough.ca chri.ca not mine.ca, lots of information to encourage you in your faith. Uh, and, and just go at it, and see where we go today. Today,
0: Dave says he doesn't know what we're talking about I, because my notes aren't very good. Uh, so, I
1: know exactly what we're talking just, about, but you're <laughs> uber controlling and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just relaxing. Oh, my
0: goodness, I might
1: have my head in the sand, it doesn't really matter. Okay.
0: So this is the thing.
1: Okay.
0: This is Dave's. This is Dave's. uh, You guys have to know this. Sometimes we just talk about money at home. And then I say, what are your uh, ideas for the next couple radio shows? And then Dave starts talking. And uh, so this was his. This was his idea. And he basically was comparing the two of us and how we deal with money when we're stressed. So we're going to talk a little bit today about two very different. Opposing polar opposites of and how that plays out in our relationship. Um, but what do you do when you're like that? How do you overcome it? How do you use those, even those abilities within yourselves that may appear negative, but actually might be worked to a good thing? And for David, um, he was just saying, alluded to the fact that he buries his head in the sand. He wants to ignore it and he, he doesn't, he moves away from planning. And I get uber planner, I get uber controlling. And I say, this is stressing me out. So let's make a plan. Well, how are we going to problem solve this? Now, he is a problem solver. And if I come with my uber controlling self, and say, Dave, there's this problem, he can he can brainstorm it. But if he's really weighed down by work or um business decisions or anything like that
1: stress just plain old stress. His
0: stress he sometimes just doesn't want to deal with even what's happening in our finances so we're going to talk a bit about that today
1: and let's let's give the context that these are polar opposites so you may not your your relationship or you may f- not find yourself at this extreme or or one or the other you might find yourself somewhere in the middle we are a little bit exaggerating so that we can just make the point that there, there are along the spectrum. There's when we are in stress or distress and then we bring the money, whatever it, whether it's a conversation or a decision, we bring that up in, in the context. We're going to have some sort of reaction. Uh, you know, again, the extreme being, I'm going to just put my head in the sand. And I'm just gonna try and ignore it. I'm not gonna open the mail i'm I'm just not gonna do it and and again, we're not talking to specifically to couples we're We're talking to just people and so saying, you know you may be the one that that just ignores all of it. Don't check your email, don't check your voicemail. Don't check the mail, and I'm just gonna go about my life and pretend like everything is wonderful until the bank account says there's no money there. Uh, or you 're the opposite, which is uber controlling where you 're trying to line up and just keep all of the ducks and all of the plates spinning and that and that you 're trying to pull people in to help you and to to uh, you know so those are the 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 polar opposites, so just setting that stage okay so but
0: before we go into this last week, we alluded to the fact that we 're sensing um an urgency or a warning maybe from the lord um and and we give that to you um, just because we're in this business. We see all kinds of things. We hear all kinds of things. Last week, we talked about a current event of the supply chain issue that's happening and how are we going to respond as Christ followers in this season um, when we can't get what we want. Um, so you can go back and listen to that. But there is there's a scripture I want to read today. And I will confess it's out of context in which Paul is speaking to the Corinthians and the writer of Hebrews is also speaking. But I'm sensing that now is the time to articulate to all of you who listen. And maybe you guys all have your act together and it's people who don't listen to our show who who need to hear it. I don't know. I believe I need to hear it today. I believe David does. I believe Dan does. I believe um, the church at large does. That it's time that we wake up. It's time that we grab a hold of Jesus and say, uh, I want my money story to reflect your purpose for my life. And that's a hard thing to say. It's a hard thing, as we're going to talk about, when you have a tendency to bury your head in the sand, when when you don't have the education maybe to do this. I want to read from um, 1 Corinthians 3. And Paul writes and to my brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal to babes in Christ, I fed you with milk and not with solid food for until now you were not able to receive it. And even now you're still not able for you're still carnal you're for there, where there is envy, strife and divisions among you. Are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? And then in Hebrews five, It says, you know, he's talking about Jesus as the high priest of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing for though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again. The first principles of the words of God and you have come to need milk and not solid food for everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. There's so much in those verses. But I want to share them because I believe that God is warning us and encouraging us at the same time that we are to grow up,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: grow up in Him. It's time to grow up. Right now, there are divisions, there's strife, and there's envy among us. Envy comes from wanting something somebody else has. We envy relationships, stuff, money, positions. And when are we going to grow up in him and say, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. And I say this to myself, I am not without relational challenges in my life i am not without strife and stress but what am i doing with it and it is my prayer every day god help me god help me and we learned last week from psalm 33 we can't trust in kings or armies or mighty men or horses or banks or institutions or the government but we put our hope in the lord and he is the one to help us so my encouragement to you today If you don't understand that your journey with finances has everything to do with your walk with God, then start talking to him about it. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, we cannot serve God and mammon. We serve one or we serve the other. We hate one or we love the other. We cannot walk a lukewarm line anymore. We can't walk with both feet, one in his kingdom and one in the world. He has some serious admonitions and First John to talk to us, if we love the world and the things of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, then the love of the father is not in us. If we love the world, his love is not in us. I, I'm not saying these things to shame you or to judge you, but to take them to the Lord and say, what does this mean in my life? Where am I at with you and my finances and Jesus? And that is the context with which we're coming to to you to talk about is your head in the sand or are you more like Uber controller, like I can be, right? Both have to do with uh, trusting God. Both do. Um, One has to do with avoiding. The other has to do with taking over.
1: And and, and I think, you know, again, uh, using the the picture from, from Paul that, in the context of, of how we think and deal with money, uh, and Paul says, Hey, we're one body and yet we are, we are all individuals. Some of us are ears, some of us are hands, some of us are mouths, some of us are feet. And again, the different parts have a, have a different perspective, uh, in, in a sense of saying, you know, we can, I can look at Reb, who when she's stressed, uh, go, okay, so, uh, she is gonna, she's going to move towards controlling. She's going to move towards trying to make sure that everything gets done and that all the, the plates keep spinning. So what is my reaction to that? Do I go, well, have at her, honey, and, and then go run away? Uh, that could be my reaction if I'm that kind of person who says, oh, I don't want this stress. Uh, or do I come uh, alongside and say, okay, let's sit down and and actually see if we can figure out where the, where we can take some plates down. What does that look like? And you can see in terms of the couple interaction, that conversation can go a whole bunch of ways. You know, again, both of us coming together and saying, okay, we're going to do so in love. We're going to do so with a, an attitude to hear each other and to know that each other. So when you're in a couple, you can uh, again default to the side of. But
0: but I would say it's even in parent-child relationships. So, as a parent is aging and a child comes in to help with the financial stuff because it's getting a little too overwhelming for an aging parent.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: then an aging parent is like calling the child every day or every four hours because they're trying to figure out their finances. and. And, and that, how do, how do we relate to that? And you know what? I, there's no magic formula. P- pick particular
1: situation. I mean, the I other know. end of the spectrum where, you know, as parents, we have kids going into university. And so, you know, we may go, Hey, you know what? See ya. Call me when the semester's over. And meanwhile, your kids don't have food to eat and they don't feel like they can come to you and actually ask for help because you said, see ya, get lost, Right. Uh, not that we do that, but, or the the other reaction again, the other extreme would be well you're calling them every day to make sure that they've made their bed, right you know that that they're all cared for and and that they're all again, we look at that, we go, these are the extremes, and you're gonna find yourself in the middle of that, and in the end, and this is where you know Reb and I are in a sense saying today, okay, what does it look like in the context of of you and your relationship with the Lord, and how you're using the resources that God's given you to glorify Him in all of these situations, in all of these, these spots where we spend money, where we make money decisions, where there may be stress, uh, both internally, we're carrying the stress, or as a, like I said, as a couple or, or, uh, even as a, a single person who's saying, well, I don't know, where to take this stress. Um, Dave's telling me not to be uber controlling, but that's the only way I can manage, right?
0: I, you know, I, I'm even listening to us and I'm like, I, you know, is there any hope? (laughs) I, I I mean, for David and I, one of the things that that's a tip Mm. is that we just keep talking and, and we say it, have said it before. If you have this if you're feeling the stress and pressure of a, of the finances right now. So number 1, if one of you is and the other isn't, maybe for a season you can say, can you just handle the financial stuff? Mm-hmm. Tell me what's going on. I'll have some questions, but can you handle it for 2 months? Um, you know, in our case, we do it together. So when I get that way or currently in this past year, David has let the, not the decisions, but the actual payment of bills and all of that, that's been on my back on my plate again because of what's on his plate. And it's just, I I we talk about it. I share my stuff. We have a financial date maybe every six weeks now. It's not very as regular as it used to be, but we're still communicating. We have some kind of foundation. And um, just keep talking, give, give responsibility to one then if you can't handle that stress for a season. Um, The second thing is, is keep doing it, keep Mm. talking and just keep doing it because the days add up to years and can, if we allow it, it allows some understanding. So I've come to understand that when Dave's tired, he just wants to sit down, tune out, and, and I can give him that space for a while, but sometimes then when it comes to our finances, I have to say, I need you to check in with me about this. We need to talk about this because we haven't. And, and because of the years of communicating, He'll now say, yes, of course, like it's very rarely you never say, no, we're not going to talk about that.
1: Well, like, I like talking about money all the time. So, yeah. uh,
0: and, and then and then the third thing is don't do it when you're tired, you're hungry, you're angry or you're lonely. It's halt halt. Don't don't talk about it when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. I mean, those are some simple practical things. Mm -hmm. Um, but it really comes down to our attitudes. Are we going to allow the at the, the situate our behavior? So I'm going to say this. Are we going to allow our behavior around money, our attitude about money, our lack of understanding lead to strife and envy? And what's the other word Paul used in that Uh, strife, envy and divisions? Are we going to allow those things to rise up and? Honestly, that's hard because they do just rise up. They do rise up. So I don't know if you have any like. Well,
1: right? I, I think the the you, you start, we started the whole conversation here just today about saying, you know, we Paul's encouragement that we move towards maturity. And so, OK, what does that look like in terms of our money? And again, bringing Matthew in, and I'm just kind of going through just bringing matthew in to say we can't serve god and mammon so choose this day who you're going to serve again that's from joshua so i'm just pulling all of it in to say okay we need to make an intentional decision around our money and and part of that decision is is foundational that we're just going to commit that we're going to we're going to offer everything that we have we are stewards of god's resources we're going to offer it up and we're going to serve him with the resources that we have. And and I will take a little side note. We're not going to serve him with the resources the bank has, or we're not going to let money leak out through interest costs, but we're going to serve the Lord with the money that he has deposited with us. And we're going to be faithful with that because that's really all ask, God is asking us to do. He doesn't ask us to manage money that, that we don't have. He asks us to manage only the resources that he has placed in our possession. And so let's be diligent about that. And what does that take? And here's where the moving towards maturity, as you practice, and Paul says this, as you begin and and just do the things that you know you need to do, then you will get better at it. You you will, but don't stop doing. And the hope is, is don't stop doing those things that you know you should do. The simple things, having a financial date. don't stop doing that, even when it's difficult. Uh, you know, set a time, be intentional. Um, spend a, uh, you know, take the time that you need to take, whether you're alone or whether you're as a couple. Um, maybe there's some grander conversations that have to happen and you can go for a walk. Again, Rebecca and I have said this before in the podcast, going for a walk while we're talking about money is often a great way for, for us to, to, we know that we communicate, we can talk about it. And And we can do that in the, the context of a walk as opposed to sitting you
0: know uh, So here, uh, while you're talking, I'm thinking about a really key one, which we've talked about this fall already, and that is praying. We talked about budget busters a while ago, mm-hmm. and we said one of the budget busters, one of the things that causes the leaks is because we're not talking to the Lord about our money. Mm-hmm. So if you want in your relationship with your parents, your aging parent with your child, with your um, spouse, you're seeing these behaviors. One, you get one's controlling again. One's burying their head in the sand. Um, say to the Lord, go to First Corinthians three and literally ask Him, Lord, we don't we don't want to be carnal any longer mm-hmm. in how we're talking about money. We don't want envy and strife and divisions among us. We don't want to behave like mere men. So, Lord, we ask you to fill us, mm-hmm. fill us with your Spirit in this discussion. And grant us understanding and humility toward one another. Like we have to say those words sometimes out loud. So write down a prayer. I can even write it down for you. If, if you're listening to the show and you're like, what's that prayer again? How do we pray that before we meet in our finances to talk about some of these hard things? I will, I should probably do that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, write a prayer and stick it on our, our website for people. You know, prayers you can pray before you talk about money. This is a great one. You know, because you, you're, you're confessing that you can't do it on your own. You're confessing that you've done it that way in the past, but you don't want to do it any longer. We want to grow up in maturity and how we talk about money and how we're behaving with money. How we're, um, surrendering to God with our whole lives, including money. And it's so very exciting. Like, cause his word is alive and active and sharper than any double edged sword. We pray his word. I, I just want to hear your stories. So as you start praying before you talk about money, or even if your spouse or your dad won't talk to you about money and they're stuck and they're not hearing you, start praying. Say, Lord, Grant us ears and you just pray it. We don't want division anymore. Help me, help me broach the subject. How can I start the conversation Mm -hmm. today, Lord? How will, how will you give us both ears to hear? Not, not I've got the answers and he needs to listen to me. Mm -hmm. It's more like, Lord, what are your answers for us? And, And I can't seem to talk to him about it. Do you see the difference? There's a difference in how we're coming to the others when we come in our pride and wanting to set the other person straight financially because we think we do it right, well, you know what? We're all on level ground before Jesus. We come to the cross together and Jesus is the answer, not us. He has the answers, not always us. We have stuff to learn from those who we think aren't good with money either. We have stuff to learn. We're not without
1: and I, and I love that, again, just to, to go back to Jesus talking about these exa- exact things where he calls the children, you know, and again, the adults all thought they were also mature. And Jesus says, wait a minute, um, we got to be like little children when we come into the, the kingdom of God. And, and we can, again, recognize that the simplicity of the gospel message, the good news of Jesus Christ. Um, It is really that. And as we apply that to the money, we go, you know what? If it seems really complicated that I need a, a PhD to figure out our finances, then yeah, you know what? <laughs> Probably not right. Uh, I'm going to tell you there's something going on. We need to go back to, okay, the simplicity of can, can we simply come before God and say, Lord, it's all yours. So, teach us what that means for us individually. And God is so individual that he's going to tell you uh, and he's going to join you together and he's going to bring you in unity. These things uh, are outward expressions of the heart of God when we, we see it manifest in our finances. So when when we become generous, that's the heart of God manifests through finances. When we are united in purpose, whether that's with our community, with our church, with our spouse, when we're united, that's the heart of God manifesting through finances. And so, as, and in the days that we are living in, COVID, no COVID, in the days that we're living in right now, we need, as the body of Christ, to be displaying this maturity, to be saying, okay, so it's not all about me, it's not all about what I can get. It's not all about even within the church community. If you're a pastor listening, it's not about the building that I can build. It's about how can we use the resources we have to serve the community? So Christ is glorified. And what does that mean for you individually as a congregation, as a church, as a, as a community? What does that mean? And God is so wonderfully individual that He's going to, you ask the question, he's going to tell you the answer. He he really (laughs) will. God, again, I think of the verses in, in Chronicles that say the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth to strongly support those whose hearts are completely his. That's maturity. That's what it looks like, that our hearts are completely his and that we can simply go, Lord, put your eyes on me and let me see what you're up to. Let me see. What it is that you want us to accomplish here on Earth uh, with the resources that you've put in it
0: so so here's the other thing that I think is really key to this, and we didn't talk about what it looks like for Dave to bury his head and avoid the hard discussions. We didn't talk specifically what does it look like? I think you can imagine like if I come to him and say, "Oh well, you know, can we talk about this? Oh no, I'm really tired right now, and then I ask him for like ten days, and he's always tired he's always avoiding he's you know reading a book or watching a show or you know maybe even on Amazon looking at you know stuff we can buy i like i don't i i mean i'm exaggerating a little bit mm-hmm. um and you guys can identify that um uh with that but one thing i want to say as we come to the end of the show today is that it's really important to slow down mm-hmm. so if you're if you're stressed and money is adding to the stress um Put in your calendar an hour or two. Go take a nap. Um, if you have can. Have a snack. Have <laughs> a snack. Um, maybe do something pleasant. Like David said, go for a walk with your spouse or your dad or your kids. You know, with who, you know, maybe your church community. Maybe it's, you know, I'm inviting a deacon couple over. You just hang out. Just to slow down and to don't forget to breathe. Mm. Put your shoulders down and breathe. and you. You know that the issue is still there but dealing with it cuz really what we're talking about is a fight or flight thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're 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 flying by burying our head and we're also fighting by getting more controlling. And in this season of the pandemic there've been more of that behavior. Yeah. And yeah. it's really important I think to slow down before you have these conversations. Um slow down your heart rate. Slow down your, um, just, just your body so that you can gain some clarity and, and clear the fog away in your head, drink some water. Um, you know, I, I, I even as I'm talking, I feel like I'm slowing down the podcast, <laughs> um, it, but it, you understand it's really important because then you're preparing yourself physically as best as you can. So Lord, today we just ask for your mercy upon us. We ask, as we slow down, to come before your presence at the end of the show, that you would help your people in our nation mature in you. That we would desire to do our money the way you say. Um, But that we would just be with you. Not just do all the intentional things, but we would just be and discover who you are and how your heart is for us. Lord. Forgive us for making you into someone you're not. And forgive us for disregarding your word to us about stewardship. Cleanse us and help us. Grant us mercy, I pray. In your name, Jesus. Amen.
1: And thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, as I, I've said so many times before, we welcome the feedback. We welcome the comments. Uh, info at morethanenough.ca is the email if you're MoreThanEnough.ca, of course, is our website, and you can reach out to us through the website uh, at at any time. And, of course, you can call 613-520-4157 anywhere in Canada. (laughs) And uh, join us next time when we talk money.